We are recording. We are Please okay. begin. Um, hi. This is my show. I still haven't thought of a name for it, and I can't remember my own name. Today's, uh, special guest star is... What, what, Todd Robert... Todd Robert Anderson! <laughs> Thanks for remembering my name and having me on your show. Well, I can't remember my own name, so you should feel... You fun. are, I think, the youngest, uh, podcast host I've ever, I've ever guested with. Really? Yeah. You, you do a guest thing? So are you like interviewing me while I'm the I make I you? make an incredible living mm. doing nothing but guesting on podcasts. A lot of people think that you don't make money on yeah. podcasts, but those people wrong go. They're totally wrong. Wrong. Do have you guest starred in a lot of famous podcasts? Any I would know? Any names? There's a lot. There's one called the Toncast I've done. Toncast. Uh, like your name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been on uh, Doug Loves Movies. Doug. Who's Doug? Uh, Doug Benson. Doug Benson. He's right. A comedian. Uh, I've been on uh, Janet Varney's podcast, the Who? JV Club. Who's Janet Varney? Uh, she is uh, a friend and uh, a, co a former co-worker of oh. mine. Hopefully a future co-worker as well. I don't want to say that uh, we won't ever work together again. I certainly hope we do. Uh, we had amazing chemistry. Amazing chemistry. Uh, and uh, it was a delight working with her uh, on and off camera. Um, Are you friends with Doug Benson as well? Uh, you know, I like to think of him as a friend, uh, but we're not, you know, not we don't hang out all the time. But, uh, yeah, but he's, uh, he's a great guy. I like him a lot. Okay, um, so today a uh, special thing that I decided to do was uh -huh. I walked into your giant garage filled with millions of movies. I'd say half of them were uh, good movies. Um, <laughs> I picked out ten of them, uh -huh. and... <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna name them off one by one. Give a little description. You have to tell me why you own them and kind of defend yourself <laughs> against my wrath. Okay. And wow, this is like a a real kind of gotcha journalism podcast. One, I don't know who let you in my garage. Uh, I'll talk to my wife. Uh, uh, your window was unlocked. Mm. Yeah. I got to check on that. Yeah, you, re you really should. Uh, okay. You, you want to just start this thing? You wanna... Yeah, of course. All, All right. right. What do you got? So the for first movie that I happened to pick out uh -huh. was a movie called Orca, the Killer Whale. Ah, yes. Starring uh, Richard Harris. Yes. Yeah, so... And uh, Bo Derek. And Will Sampson and Charlotte Rampling. Exactly. Uh, so this just seems like a Jaws ripoff with an orca. Not to mention you have all six Jaws movies. There's oh, only four. Four. Four Jaws movies. The other two must have been Piranha movies. That I, <laughs> I have... I have... How many Piranha movies do I have? Hang on. How many are there? Uh, there's the original Piranha. Yeah. And then the sequel, Piranha 2, The Spawning. Oh, The Spawning. But then mm. there was the made-for-cable TV remake... Starring William Cat, and then there's the Alexandre Asia, 
uh, I don't know how you say his name, uh, remake, the 3D remake. Mm, 3D. And then, of course, the sequel to that, that was called Piranha 3D, and the sequel is Piranha 3 Double D. Um, 3DD? Yeah, that's a bra size. Yeah. Double, double D. How creative. Uh, so why do you own Orca, the killer whale? Um, why do I own Orca, the killer whale? Yeah. Um, well, I... A lot of the movies that that I own have have uh, I remember watching them uh, initially, and so there's a nostalgic reason for Orca. Uh, but I also enjoy uh, Orca uh, as a bad uh, movie. It's very fun. It's very funny. I'm a sucker for anything set in, in uh, like in the ocean. Yeah, I'm a sucker for so ocean. You en- you enjoy bad things. <laughs> That's that's where you get your entertainment in life. Well, I also enjoy good movies. I mean, people seem to think that I only you only enjoy exclusively bad like that's bad what movies. I thought you only. Uh, no, no, no. I say that it's not. So what my I, next no, uh, wait. I haven't was it? I thought we had to keep talking about Orca. You want to keep talking about Orca? Yeah. Sure. What else do you have to say about Orca, the killer whale starring Richard Harris and Bo Derek? I like the part where uh, Bo Derek's in the house and the and the and the whale pulls the the house uh, off the the like. Into the water, and she gets uh, she gets uh, her leg bitten off. I they're think an, they're on like an ocean village or something. Yeah, it's like a seaside. seaside. You know, Richard Harris's house is like a seaside sailor house on like stilts, like uh, yeah. you know, jutting out onto the beach, and uh, and and the and the and the orca who's mad at him. Yeah, you know, it's a vengeful orca. Of course, because he killed because he killed uh, uh, the the orca's baby, um. and the orca's mad at him. But anyway, it pulls his house and bites Bo Derek's leg off. This is pretty cool. Right. The orca. Not that I think that Bo Derek should have anything actually bitten off of her. That's not what I'm saying. It's just. It really sounded like you were saying that. that I'm going to be honest. I was thinking that in my head as you said that. But I'm really glad that you specified that. I, I, I... Mm. You would have gotten a lot of hate comments off my uh, haters. Yeah, yeah. I don't want anything bad to, to happen to Bo Derek. You know that Bo Derek oh, was in a film uh, uh, with uh, former President Donald J. Trump? Really? Yeah. It's called Ghosts Can't Do It. It's about a lady who wants to have sex with a ghost, but she can't because it's a ghost. <laughs> ghosts can't do it. And Donald J. Trump plays himself. In the movie, and oh. takes out a hit on Bo Derek, her character, in the movie. So he's playing himself in the movie, maybe a fictionalized yeah. version. But what's messed up is that right after he has a meeting with Bo Derek, he hires someone to kill her. Oh, that's what you meant by take out a hit. I thought you meant he just took out like marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why? Why would that? <laughs> took out a hit right <laughs> on Bo Derek. <laughs> Just like just smoked, sat on her and smoked marijuana. <laughs> it's crazy. I thought he didn't do drugs or drink. Oh, you, you're kidding, right? Have you seen his face? He totally does some kind hey, of... Hey, look, I don't want to sit here and make fun of somebody's uh, ugly face. That's right. just not... That's moving on, moving face on. Face shaming. What? But face shaming. Okay, so my next movie is one of your... 50, maybe, movies starring Steven Seagal, Mm. the fat Mm. guy with uh, two hands, which one of them doesn't really work right, so he (laughs) only uses one to slap people around a bit. Um, It's one of his hands doesn't work right? Well, yeah, that's, you know, he doesn't really do anything in his movies anymore, that's because one of his arms just stopped working. Oh, I didn't realize that. It's a um, sad syndrome. So, this movie is called 
China salesman. Oh, oh, right. I could China salesman. I could have picked like With, a uh, million terrible Steven Seagal movies. Yeah. There are so many. So mm. many. There's a pile of them. And then there was a second pile of them. Mm. Uh, but I chose this one because it stars Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson mm-hmm. going against Steven Seagal, mm. which I thought was really funny because you see in the uh, cover art, you see Mike Tyson looking really furious with a furious look in his face, holding both of his giant fists up at Steven Seagal. And Steven Seagal has got his uh, serious constipated look on. Mm-hmm. And you know he can't do anything. So I think it's hilarious that their whole pitch is Tyson versus Seagal. Yeah. Where Seagal has trouble walking across the room, so they have to <laughs> cut away. Yeah. You keep talking smack <laughs> about Seagal. If he shows up, he's going to be real mad. You're and right. He's a scary dude. You're right. He is a He looks like man. Dracula, for one. He's got Dracula hair. He hangs out with fucking Vladimir Putin. I wouldn't right. talk smack about That's that true. guy. That's He's a true. psychopath. He's evil. He's evil. And as far as the China salesman is concerned, who wouldn't want to see a convicted rapist fight a <laughs> suspected sex trafficker? It's <laughs> it's a perfect matchup. And then there's this one guy who I've never heard of who's uh, just stuck in the middle between them. Uh, I'm not going to try and pronounce his name. You can. Uh, Dong Zhuli. Yeah. He's just stuck in the middle. He, I bet he's a nice guy in real life, but he's between these two horrible people. I'll tell you why he's in that movie. Why is he in that movie? Because of the three of them, he's the one who can actually move around and knows and can oh. do and can still do martial arts. Mike Tyson never did martial arts. Mike Tyson's but. just an old guy with giant fists. Yeah, he's but a boxer. Former he boxer. looks a lot scarier than Steven Seagal. I have to say. Yeah. So um, have you ever heard Mike Tyson talk? No. How does he talk? Talk like this. Oh, he's like that. He's that, that's a funny voice. <laughs> he's like a big ass scary dude, but then he's ha, that's a funny voice. He's totally gonna beat you up. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so um, my first question about the China salesman. Mm-hmm. On a scale of one to ten, one being like not at all, ten being ridiculously, how racist is this movie? Um, it's. I mean. I don't know uh, how racist it is mm. because I can't really remember. <laughs> oh yeah, it's not a very memorable movie. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean it's all the Steven Seagal movies post. I'm gonna say Fire Down Below. How how old is that? Like 1995. Yeah, it's like 99 maybe. Yeah. Uh, but everything after that, like all the straight to video stuff that gets produced overseas, none of the movies make any sense. Yeah, that's true. Uh, usually, uh, at least half of Steven Seagal's dialogue is dubbed by somebody who doesn't sound anything like Steven Seagal. So they're sort of fascinating because they cost money. They spend, you know, millions of dollars. I can tell by this box that it looks like an expensive movie. I mean, it's got Mike Tyson. Well, and he makes all these movies overseas with these shady deals with, uh, uh, you know, yeah. uh, communist and, and uh, fascist governments. Of course. Uh, uh, it's very strange. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, You know, the Seagal movies, I mean, the, you know, the first ten of them or whatever notwithstanding... You know, I, these here. aren't movies that I'm nostalgic for how, how I'm just fascinated. I'm utterly fascinated, fascinated by Steven Seagal. By how keeps going. Uh, how Steven Seagal started right through to how he keeps going. Yeah. And also all the dark 
and shady, illegal shit that's yeah. like a cloud around him. It, and the fact that he, he spends time... You got a, a, a Bodega yeah, Cat, a I'm, podcast I'm cat. I'm really sorry. Podcast. My cat... This isn't actually my cat. It's just there's a hole in my window and this cat jumps in sometimes. Mm. It's it's the worst when I'm trying to podcast and the cat like jumps in and barfs on my leg and then jumps out the window again. <laughs> Does she do that a lot? <laughs> it happens more than you'd expect. I should really get that window fixed. <laughs> but <laughs> you're welcome to You are this this place is like squalor. You're living in squalor. There's just cats and mice. I noticed there were birds in your kitchen, like just pigeons hanging well, out. Well, they uh, sometimes I get hungry and they lay eggs every <laughs> once in a pigeon while. Eggs. So. You eat pigeon <laughs> eggs, huh? Woo! They got they got that aftertaste. God bless okay, you. Okay, my other question happened to be also about Steven Seagal. The name is the China salesman. Uh-huh. Steven Seagal isn't the China salesman, right? <laughs> no. no. I, I, if I recall, I, I'm probably getting this wrong, but I, I, I have a feeling uh, it has to do with somebody selling drugs uh, and he's getting in the way of it or whatever. I don't know. But, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's racism in there, but yeah, I don't know. He's a mercenary named Louder. Interesting. Interesting. His movies are less likely to be racist towards Chinese people mm-hmm. and more likely to be racist towards like Middle Eastern people. Middle Eastern. Interesting. All right. So the next movie is I brought out is Death Wish. Death Wish 5. Ah, The Face of Death. Death Wish 5, The Face of Death. Death Wish 5, The Face of Death. And you can tell just by looking at the cover that The Face of Death is Charles Bronson. The fifth and final Charles Bronson Death Wish film. uh, And it was the last one until Bruce Willis and Eli Roth unnecessarily remade the original. Uh, Here's my memory of Death Wish 5. Oh, boy. Uh, I was a big fan of uh, Death Wish 3, because mm-hmm. uh, it's over-the-top ridiculous, and then and, and Death Wish 4 is pretty amusing, too. But uh, I, I was in college, and uh, on my birthdays, every year, I would go out to a double feature. Of, yeah. I, would, I would try, and it was January. I'm born uh, in January. January is traditionally, I have so much cat hair on my face right now, because of this sorry. catty. This cat, it's... She's annoying. You're welcome to cuddle with her, oh, but God. you got to be careful because you cuddle with her for too long, she's going to barf on your leg. Yeah, I've now I've got a cat, itchy uh, hair up my... Oh, God, what a mess. Steve! Steve, get this cat out of here, Steve! 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 Steve. Oh, right, I fired Steve. Oh, uh, Steve. Shoot. That's uh, anyway, so uh, every... Uh, on my birthday, yeah. um, I would I would go see a double feature, and I would tr- and it was January. January traditionally the dumping ground for all the movies the studios don't really want to do course. anything with. Yeah. Uh, so it's bad movie month. Uh, so I would try to find the two worst what movies. Exactly. Uh, what month is bad movie month? January. 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 January is really bad movie month. Uh, well, it's you know it's two things. It's the the Oscar movies that are still in the theater that came out at Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and then all the shitty movies that they didn't know what to do with that whole year, mm-hmm. they just dump them in a the theater and hope. They just dump them in a the theater and hope to make like ten bucks off. Well, because they're contractually obligated to distribute the movie often. Of You're right. They just like shove everything into a corner and say, "We did it. Right. We put it out there." 
So this one, uh, this one particular uh, birthday, uh, I went out and I would go by myself. I didn't go with other people. It was for me. It was like a solitary it was uh, a thing. Independence Day. Yeah, it was like my own birthday. Me celebrating it by myself because yeah. I didn't have any girlfriends or no. friends. Friends. I was a loser. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I went to see. Uh, my plan was to see a double feature of Death Wish Five. Death Wish Five. And Cabin Boy. Those are the two worst movies uh, by outward appearance in the theater. I actually saw you own Cabin Boy. I own well. Cabin Boy as well. I own the double feature because yeah, it was it's a fond memory. So I went to see Death Wish Five. Uh, Death Wish Five, you know, standard B action movie, whatever. Uh, you know, a bit exploitative, and uh, uh, you know, Death Wish movies can be that way. Uh, but you know, amusing, and and it was you know. Charles Bronson is pretty old at that point, so he wasn't moving around too much. Yeah, he yeah he definitely looks like uh, seventy in this mm-hmm. shot. Seventy, yeah. Yeah, and for some reason, all the other Death Wishes have been released uh, on you know Blu-rays uh, uh, in their proper aspect ratio, but that one is still the only pan and scan Death Wish. Can't that's the only way to get that movie? That's the only way to get. It's that very movie. strange. That's incredible. Uh, but anyway, Can't so I saw it. this. And then when I went, I, I, I left the theater, went to another theater to see Cabin Boy. And when I got to the theater, I, I walked to the box office and I said, hey, can I have a ticket to uh, Cabin Boy? And they said, and this, the, the movie had just opened. Yeah. This has been in the theater for three days. <laughs> and they were like, uh, oh, no, the Cabin Boy is done. We're, we don't have Cabin Boy anymore. <laughs> I was like, but it's on the marquee. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're uh, doing a, a preview screening of a Richard Gere movie instead. Like, oh. they just pulled it and they, they put some... They just decided to get rid so of it. So I didn't get to see Cabin Boy oh, uh, in, that, the, in the theater. That so hurts. I had, that really to wait. Hurts I had to wait for video for that one. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a bummer. So, but that's, my, that's why I have Death Wish 5. So, um... That's why you have Death Wish 5, just to remind you of the cabin. Kitten, I'm going come here, to come here. fry you, come here. and then I'm going to eat you. Come here, Podcat. Come here, Podcat. You stay here, here. If you stay here for here, too podcat. long, I'm going to feed you to my birds. Here, Podcat. Come on, Podcat. Up. You're naming up. my cat Podcat? Are you coming up or what? Stop meowing at me. Come up. The cat's gonna barf in your leg, man. You gotta come on. You gotta show her tough love, okay? You want that cat to not barf in your leg? You gotta show her tough love. All right, I'm scratching her so she won't keep meowing. What's next? Okay, what's next? Here is a four action-packed movie marathon starring Cyclone, Alienator, the Ultimate Terminator, Eye of the Tiger, and Exterminator Two. Uh-huh. Not even the first Exterminator. They've got Exterminator. Two. Well, here's the truth of that box set. Yeah. The whole reason I got it. Oh boy. Is for Exterminator Two. Oh, that's the only reason you got it. And Not for Cyclone. And it, and it was the only way to get Exterminator Two, starring Robert Ginty. What's the first Exterminator? Do you own you own that one too? I'm guessing. Yes, the Exterminator is a low budget, uh, grindhouse, uh, uh, you know, Death Wish esque, you know, yeah. uh, 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 action film. Uh, and uh, Exterminator Two actually has more, you know, all out action in it than the original. Uh, so yeah. Uh, the, the funny thing about that box set is I already owned a copy of Alienator. 
Oh, and I owned a copy of I Had the Tiger Star and Gary Busey. The only thing that I, Heather Thomas and Cyclone. Oh, that was the that's thank, the real treat of this God box set. Thank God that you got that the Cyclone real treat. Because you know I love Heather Thomas. You love Heather Thomas. You love a, a Cyclone. Yeah, motorcycles yeah. are exciting, and yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a good one. So you got this whole thing for a sequel to a movie, and the sequel's better than the movie. Okay, sure, sure. So uh, in the back of your giant garage, I found this uh, safe, mm -hmm. which I had to break open with my uh, dynamite you, that I brought. You put dynamite in my garage? Well, no, I put. How dynamite did I not in hear safe. that? It's a uh, silent dynamite. I'm home all the time because it's a pandemic. Right, because the pandemic. Even yeah. though our governor keeps reopening shit all the well, time. Well, uh, it may have been while you were asleep. Okay, so um, I opened the safe, mm -hmm. and inside of the safe, I found this movie. It's called Rocket Man. Mm. Walt Disney Pictures presents Rocket Man, and the catchphrase is, he's just taking up space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the uh, Harlan uh, uh, Williams. Yeah. Uh, the guy from Dumb and Dumber who drinks pee out of a beer bottle. Oh, the beer bottle piss guy. Yeah, beer bottle piss guy. He's yeah. a Canadian comedian. Uh, he uh, and this was uh, his big uh, feature film uh, that's, debut. That's kind of sad or, that your big feature film feature film debut was Rocket Man. Yeah, not to be confused with the Elton John uh, musical biopic. Ah, oh, never, never. Um, the reason I have that is my friend, Frank Stokes, mm. speaking of my birthday, uh, every year, although not this year because of the pandemic, but he usually will uh, go to a store yeah. and find like bargain bin like DVDs yeah. and gives me like five or six titles. And, and and I usually keep them and eventually watch them. But okay. it ta sometimes it'll take me a while. Take but like Rocket Man years. didn't take me too long. I was pretty curious about that. I, when you were uh, younger, uh, <laughs> as, uh, as a child, uh, and, and uh, uh, not you, my son. You look so much like my son. I was. That's really, I, I apologize. That's really weird. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. You remind me so much of my kid. Anyway, so when my kid was little, we, we watched that together. It, it was amusing. It was amusing. Yeah. That's, I'm glad this movie was amusing. Why did you uh, keep it locked up in the safe? Were you ashamed of the movie or? <laughs> yes. Yes, you're ashamed of I'm ashamed the of myself and I put my shame in a safe. You put your shame in the it's safe. It's weird. I keep all my guns and valuables just laying around the house. <laughs> but I put things I'm ashamed of in a safe. <laughs> Uh, that's uh, that's pretty weird. I thought you would have burned it. Mm. So I actually found another title in there as well. Uh, it's a movie called Pervert. <laughs> I'm wondering. <laughs> you found a copy of Pervert. <laughs> I'm wondering. Do you feel like a pervert owning a movie called Pervert with an exclamation point at the end of <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, it's Pervert. Pervert. Uh, here's why I own that film. Oh yes. Uh, uh, Frank. The guy we were just talking about, we who gives me bad movies every year. We have a, a, a mutual friend uh, named Jonathan Udis, mm -hmm. and uh, this was his movie that he wrote and uh, directed. Wow! And it's uh, it's a it's it's like a kind of an homage to the trash films of the '80s that came out of the tro the studio independent studio called Troma. Mm -hmm. It's sort of a Troma esque. Uh, movie uh, and it it part of it 
uh, revolves around a, uh, a, a penis mm. that uh, detaches and uh, exists on its own, running around wreaking havoc. It's like a, a murderous penis. That's fun. I'm glad you... Oh, actually, uh, it was uh, in, I, I, what I thought was funny is that you classified it as a horror movie. Um, it is sort of a horror. It is sort of. I would horror call it a horror movie. comedy. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it's a murderous, uh, detached penis. Like it's yeah. like a serial killing penis. Actually, at uh, I think it was it was some I think it was Frank's bachelor party. Uh, we, we rented a cabin up in Big Bear, and him and a bunch of uh, his friends, including myself, just hung out. And I remember watching that movie with. John and I was asking him questions about like how he accomplished this and who yeah. this person was and all that. So that was fun. It was like it was like uh, uh, having uh, like a DVD commentary. Yeah, it was a but, Q and A yeah. with the person who made it. That's the, neat. The only other time that I've had that was when uh, I watched uh, Rambo, the fourth Rambo movie uh, with Julie Benz. Which was fun because I was asking her tons oh, really? of questions. So, yeah, and yeah, that's that's how, cool. Yeah, and she told me a lot of good stories, including uh, how like during an action sequence she had her 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 ribs got broken. Ooh, her ribs got broken. That's yeah. that's the worst. I hate when my ribs get broken. Yeah, I've never had broken ribs. My dad did though. Your dad got broken ribs. Yeah, he was uh, water skiing in on Lake uh, Winnipesaukee, mm. and the people with people at work, and they were going too fast, and he. Uh, Lost, he, he, he yeah, lost, lost control, control. and he, his body literally skipped like a stone oh. on the water, and he was hitting it so hard it was cracking his ribs. Oof, that sounds painful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad he's he made through that. Yeah, he did. It was a very but he said the worst part about it was definitely uh, the ambulance on the way to the hospital. Oh, because it was because so every time it bounced, he like the pain from his broken ribs was oh. intense. Yeah, he had a really uh, really monstrous time. All right, moving on to a uh, light, lighter topic mm-hmm. is Robo Geisha. Geisha? Robo? Robo Geisha. Geisha. I was so close yet so far. Geisha Girl. You know what a Geisha Girl is? No. Well, you're going to have to look that one up on your All own. Right. All right. <laughs> why do you own this movie? Uh, that was a gift. Uh, oh, man, you got some interesting friends. I have uh, most of them are named Steve. I know I've mentioned a Frank and a John, but most of my friends are named Steve, uh, uh, and that was given to me by uh, Steve. Steve Skelton. Skelton. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Would you shut up? Hey, don't be mean to my podcast. <laughs> she won't shut up. You kick my podcast out. You get out. <laughs> okay, fine. I, I apologize. Uh, Robo Geisha. Is a uh, it's 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 a not a good movie. No, uh, but like how could you not like if you are buying a movie for me and <laughs> you see something called Robo Geisha? Yeah. How do you how do you, <laughs> how do you not buy that? Something about a robotic geisha girl. Okay, so um, we've got three left here. We're um, getting on to. Some of the best titles. Are we? By best, I mean worst. And by titles, I mean sad excuses for names of movies. <laughs> I have so much cat hair on my face. God, with this cat. I told you not to cuddle with the cat. You're lucky you don't have more barf in your leg. Oh, oh so much hair. You know, you're also lucky that today we oh. didn't get the uh, slobber dog. 
he comes in like every couple days and he's like a giant Rottweiler, you know, and he just slobbers on your leg and then he jumps out the window. You really need to get your window fixed. Yeah, I probably should. Um, anyways, my next movie that I found, it was uh, near the back of the library section. It was under J, of course. Mm-hmm. Was Johnny Mnemonic. Mnemonic. There's, Mnemonic. It's, it's, the M is silent. The M is... Why Why is there an M if the M is silent? That's his name, Mnemonic. But why... What's the point of having an M at the start if the M is silent? Isn't that how you spell Mnemonic? Well, yeah, but what's the point of that? I don't know. Why would you have an M right before an N if the M is, like, not there? Why do we pronounce it herb when there's an H? I don't pronounce it herb. I pronounce it herb. What are you, British? <laughs> No, I'm Irish. Oh. Um, I'm going to look at how to spell mnemonic. Okay, that's fine. While you do that, I will read... That is our, actually how you spell mnemonic. That's M- what I thought. N-E-M-N-O-N-E. And it's dumb, because there's no <laughs> You Why, you really have a serious problem with that M. I don't like that M. So, first of all, before reading the title even, I noticed that this box is really broken up. Like, it's old, there's scratches in a lot of places... Well, I've had this for a long, scrapes. long it, time. It looks like it's been through a war. It, it might be a veteran. The disc looks fine, though. Yeah, it's got uh, Dolph Lundgren and Whoa, Keanu whoa, Reeves. I'm going to read it. Sorry. It's okay. So, uh, this is Johnny Mnemonic. Mnemonic? Keanu Reeves Mnemonic? and Dolph Lundgren. But you like you put a, you put an I in there. You said Mnemonic. It'd be Mnemonic. <laughs> 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 Nominate, nominate, One of my favorite things to do is uh, uh, was always to remove vowels from uh, words and names. It's fun to say them. Like if if your friend's name is Winston, yeah, and you remove all the vowels, Winston. then you pronounce it. <laughs> wow, you had some interesting pastimes. So some of the pastimes you gotta have hobbies. Some of the hobbies and pastimes you have are. Watching movies, going to movies that aren't there anymore, <laughs> taking vowels out of your friends' names, and getting gifts like Robo Geisha and Cyclone from your friends. I love the idea of uh, making a hobby receiving gifts. <laughs> <laughs> you got to call everybody. Hey, I'm taking up a new hobby. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, my new hobby is uh, getting gifts. So uh, why don't you get me some gifts? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great it's hobby. a pretty good hobby it, it really works out well for you in the end yeah. um, so Johnny uh, Mnemonic it uh-huh. stars Keanu Reeves who everybody knows is the main star of all three Matrix movies uh huh soon to be four soon to be four actually the fourth one's coming out this year and it's one of those uh, HBO premieres oh the HBO ones yeah mm-hmm. like Lovecraft and Wonder Woman 1980. Well, Lovecraft is a show. Lovecraft is a show. But more like Wonder Woman. Yeah. It's like a big... It's a theatrical Warner Brothers picture. I didn't that's consider Wonder Woman a movie. 84? 84. Why not? It's so bad. I When I watched it, I felt like I was watching a movie the length of like two Pirates of the Caribbean movies. <laughs> But instead... It literally was. It's like watching two Pirates of the Caribbean movies without Johnny Depp. 
Yeah. Which, uh, you know, he makes those movies. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> he won't be making any more. No, he's out of them. Which is kind of too bad, because, you know, he's the part of the movie. Well, it turns out when you're an abusive drunk, an you, abusive you, drunk, you yeah. lose a favor. Although, I think he's still in those uh, Harry Potter movies. But, right. You know, he's J.K. Rowling's kind of an asshole, yeah, too. Yeah, J.K. So Rowling, yeah. The, you know, assholes like okay. to work with Getting assholes. Okay, getting back to Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> so, this, I read the description. It basically is The Matrix. Uh, Basically. Yeah, it's like a... It's yeah. just The Matrix. But what before I Before The Matrix. It's, before The Matrix. But that was before, way before The Matrix. What I thought was pretty funny is that they before. made this... And then they decided to make The Matrix again, but this time it went really well. So what's the difference between Johnny Mnemonic and The Matrix? <laughs> There's lots. There's lots. Uh, it's it's a, kind of a messier film. Um, uh, the You know, where The Matrix is like the world is imagined or, you know, it's the world is not real. Yeah. Uh, what's real is this post-apocalypse and Johnny Mnemonic, it's... Living in a post-apocalypse. Oh, it's, oh, and he has to deliver something, and the way he delivers it is they put it into him, uh, and he has a certain amount of time to get it where it is and get it out, or it'll kill him. Basically, it's an odd line oh, of work to choose. Yeah, that's weird. But I feel like the, in this one, uh, I believe is uh, yeah, Ice T is in it, and Ice T, if I remember, he's like a like a some kind of mutated or maybe I'm getting that wrong. Maybe it's the reason why I own this is when I first moved to LA, mm -hmm. I was staying with my friend, Greg Jones. Um, uh, my roommate and I, Andy Barth, were staying with our friend Greg Jones when we first moved out here. He was living in Glendale, and we would at night we would rent movies. And one night we rented Johnny Mnemonic and Tank Girl. Oh, perfect so, double feature. Yeah. So now I get I get confused, but I feel like Ice T is like uh, like half person, half dog, sort of like uh, John Candy in Spaceballs. Oh, I was picturing more of the um, lady who gets her bottom half turned into a dog from Mars Attacks, but it's more of like a morph thing. Like yeah, like King. a mute, mutated. Mute. But I can't remember. He that may have been Tank Girl. Was Ice T and Tank Girl? That's so too? weird. I always get those two movies mixed up as well. I'm Do you like, really? Was that Johnny Mnemonic or was that Tank Girls? Right. So weird. Do you own Tank Girl? You know, I don't. I don't. Oh. Regretfully, I, I don't Shoot, own Tanker. Shoot, that's so, so very sad. <clears throat> On to our second to last movie. <laughs> Wait, why is it sad? <laughs> you think I should? What? Own Tanker? I never said that. Oh. I, uh... You, you're glad that I don't? Oh, the cat uh, jumped out the window again. Oh. Yeah. You gotta get that fixed. Yeah, I really do. There's actually a bird sitting in there right now. He's really fat. Fat bird? Fat bird, yeah. I love those fat birds. They're so cute, you know, because when they land on a twig, the twig just kind of bends and then breaks uh. eventually. <laughs> or sometimes it, if it's a stronger twig, like the twig will be standing upright and then they'll land on it and it'll just bend to a 90 degree angle, which I think is so uh -huh. cool to watch. <laughs> um, fat birds. Fat birds. They're the, they're the best. So... I noticed that you have three different uh, Bronx movies 
whatever that means. And this, the one that I brought out was, I think, the third one called Escape from the... No, no, sorry. There's just two. There's yeah, just two. it's just two. Uh, the second one is Escape from the Bronx. And the first one is, uh, what's it called? 1999, the Bronx Warriors? Yeah, something like that. Why do you own this? Um, well, you know, um, I'm a huge fan of uh, Escape from New York. Of course you are. I'm a huge fan of the Warriors. These, uh, 1999 Bronx Warriors and Escape from the Bronx, are Italian knockoffs of those movies uh, from that era. <clears throat> and uh, I enjoy spaghetti, as they call them, spaghetti films. You enjoy the spaghettis. Um, and these are really fun. And the lead guy, the guy, the hero, mm -hmm. is so odd. There's something so strange about his physicality. Uh, it, it's just it's it's kind of fun to watch. And there's you know a lot of action and stuff. And you liked it so much, you bought the sequel. I bought them together. How do you have any money left? Uh, I don't. You don't. You're, you're I, completely... I have no money. That's I've spent it all on plastic. If you want, you can it take... It sucks my... for my kid, because he's not going to college. He's not going to college, yeah. If you want, you can uh, take my podcat with you and sell her on eBay or whatever. Oh, great. Yeah. That'd be great. You can take my barf dog, too. I really hate that dog. Barf dog? Sorry, slobber dog. Slobber dog. Barf cat, slobber dog. Barf cat, slobber dog. Okay. The dog yeah. slobbers. The I'll take them all and sell them uh, online. Don't take my birds, though. They're my uh, only source of breakfast. And, you know, if they don't lay any eggs, I can just kill them. No. I think uh, in that movie there might be a motorcycle with rockets on it. There's a motorcycle with rockets on it. That's fun. So, do the rockets make it just go really fast? No, no. No, no. I think you've... I don't know if it's... I can't remember, but I think there's a motorcycle... Or not a motorcycle, uh, like a dirt bike. You a know those bike. motocross type bikes? You know what I mean? No idea. You know, it's like... It's for riding on the dirt, not the street. Oh, okay. And sometimes our neighbors around here, they ride them around on the street, which is actually oh, those, illegal. Yeah, those, But those kind of things. Yeah, those But it has... Maybe... Uh, you know, maybe I'm thinking of Megaforce. I'm sorry. Okay. I just remember a bike. I, with, I like the movie. It, it fires rockets. The rockets don't make it go fast. It fires. Oh, it rockets, shoots out rockets like, rockets like on the side of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That happens in Megaforce. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Is it, it? Well, let me see for a sec. Right. Is, yeah, I think that's that is in Megaforce. But I feel oh, there's sorry. definitely a motorcycle that plays plays an important part in the. I love the. Um, the breakdown of who worked on it and all that, you know, they put in parentheses, uh, uh, <laughs> the other stuff they've worked on. Yeah. So it's like co-writer director, Enzo Castorelli, street law. Never heard of it. <laughs> Never heard of it. Mark Gregory, thunder. Never heard oh, of it. Oh, I love it. thunder. That's, a uh, this is the, yeah, this is a thrilling sequel to the post-apocalyptic cult classic, 1990, the Bronx Wars. Oh, also they, starring... they consider it a cult classic. Oh, uh, yeah. This is the one with Henry Silva. Okay. That's what I want to know. Henry Silva, Henry Silva, who is credited as being in Above the Law, which is what? Steven Seagal's first movie. Oh, that's his first movie. Yeah. I didn't know that. And Henry Silva's the bad guy in it. Do you know who Henry Silva is? I think I can picture his face. He's also, uh, in, he's like the hunter in Alligator. Yeah. Uh, he's really cool. Uh, I met him once. Really? Henry Silva at an audition. He was at a commercial audition. Yeah, was he dry-witted? 
Yes, he was a very nice guy. Very cool. Uh, But the thing... I've told this story on other podcasts, but I'll tell it to you because I don't know if I've told you this story. I don't think so. Uh, I mean, this is the first time we've ever really met. Right, oh, right. You you didn't meet me when I broke in your garage. I didn't... But I know that you were asking me questions uh, over the phone before we got here, and I can't remember if I... Anyway, so I was at the... The commercial. The commercial audition. I was there. Uh, and back back then, uh, this is like the late '90s. Um, you, this was before you know computers and all that stuff. Ah, computers. Uh, like you know, so they would just it would be camera and they would take a Polaroid of you when you got there because they wanted like a record of exactly how you looked at the audition. Polaroids, notoriously unflattering, you know, instant photographs. So you get your Polaroid, and there are all these tricks to doing it. To you know, you, you like if you tilt your head a little bit, and you you know you do a little thing, then it doesn't look as bad. But so Henry Silva was there, and I'm like, holy! I'm like sitting next to this. I was like, this guy's a fucking legend. He yeah. was in the original The Manchurian Candidate. He's in Code of Silence. I mean, this guy's great. Uh, um, I think this is this is before Ghost Dog. Way of the Samurai, which he's amazing in as well. But anyway, uh, so, you know, I'm like, wow, this guy's a legend. So he got a polar. And, like, he's doing the same thing as me. He signs in yeah. on the sign-in sheet. He sits there and he waits. They take a Polaroid of him, then they call him in for the audition. And I'm like, why is Henry Silva... like yeah, this was why like, is he taking this, this? Like, I grew up watching this guy in all these movies, and I'm in a commercial audition, and I'm like, why is Henry Silva auditioning you just you just call henry silva yeah and you beg henry silva to be in your thing but that that was the great awakening early in my career it's like no you're going to be auditioning for the rest of your days yeah that's just how it is that's how for most people that's how it is uh unless you're uh, like tom cruise right but then the the, the lady took a polaroid of him and he looked at it he's like it looked like hell which polaroids generally do he's like oh man can you do another one and she's like, no, the Polaroid film is very expensive. Yeah. And if I do another one for you, I'll have to do another one for anybody else. And I, and like, I'm sitting there going, no, 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 that's, that's Henry Silva. Silva. Yeah. You take as many fucking Polaroids. Does Henry Silva need you to take? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like they got in a fight and he finally said, I will, uh, how much is, how much is a, yeah. Like, and she's like, like there, it's like five bucks per Polaroid. And he's like, five I will bucks. get, they were, it is really expensive. I don't know if it was five dollars, but it, it, they're expensive. That's a lie. Uh, but anyway, so uh, <laughs> he's like, "I'll give you five dollars, yeah, to please take another Polaroid." It, and I was just sitting there going, <laughs> and she was treating him like he was such a difficult yeah. asshole. And I was like, "Wow, wow, that's Henry Silva yeah, that's Henry. getting in a fight with a session runner over a Polaroid. Like this is like." My ideal future. <laughs> this is the best it could be. If I achieve what Henry Silva has achieved, I too will be fighting with somebody over a fucking Polaroid. Oh yeah. man, I apologize. I don't know if you're allowed to curse on your podcast. Oh, you've cursed like five times on my podcast. I am so fucking sorry. You're about not. That. It's okay. I'll just uh, bleep it out. All right. I just, I, it's like, I, I, uh, you know, my grandfather used to curse a lot, so I, I picked it up from him. That's all right. I hired someone to dub everything you're going to say anyways. Oh, like Steven Seagal. Like Steven Seagal, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. nice? You're being compared to one of your great heroes. 
<laughs> okay, so this last movie, originally I was only going to have nine movies. I looked it all over and I couldn't find a good one. And then suddenly a light came through the window and shined directly onto a movie. And I was like, what's this? This looks like a holy movie. And I pulled it out and it's called Shark, uh, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus starring Deborah Gibson. And I was uh -huh. like, this is the perfect movie. So I grabbed it and this is the uh, perfect movie. Why the hell do you own this? <laughs> well, do you know who Debbie Gibson is? Is that a song? Why yeah. is the song going? I don't know. Can you turn it off? I don't. That's Thank so you. <laughs> Steve. Oh, right. Now I fired Steve. That can't be Steve. Was that my, was that the podcast again? Stop the music. That was so weird. That was really weird. I probably would have been more okay with it had it have been a good song. But it was terrible. I don't think it was bad. Podcat, was that you? Was that you playing? Did it? you tell Alexa to put on the Latin state? That was the you know we always uh, oh you don't know uh, my family we like to listen to a college radio station KCSN eighty eight point five. Oh really? But when you ask Alexa to play it, she often mistakes it for eighty eight point five KCSN Latin alternative. I love which, some Latin alternative. Which is a different station entirely. But Podcast. I don't know why she suddenly... I am going to chop you up and feed you to my birds. Do you hear that, Podcat? All right. All right. So so do you know who Debbie Gibson was? No. Debbie Gibson was a... There were, there were like, in the 80s, mm -hmm. there were these uh, pop acts. And she was one of the big ones. And basically she played it like she... I can't, they used to call them, like, mall pop stars. And they were famous for, like, doing concerts, like, in malls. Oh. They were, like, for, like, tweens, you know, like... Oh, I get young, it. Okay, young yeah. kids. It was that sort of thing. Like, like a, like you know, boy bands and stuff. This was, like, yeah. the, the lady. I get it, equivalent. for sure. Uh, anyway, so uh, Debbie Gibson was in this one. And then there was another lady named Tiffany uh, who, uh, you know, did the same thing. And they sort of had a rivalry. Debbie mm -hmm. Gibson and Tiffany. So it, it, they reach uh, middle age uh, and they start doing sci-fi channel, garbage sci-fi channel monster movies. Yeah. Uh, and Tiffany's, I think, was called... Uh, shit, I can't remember what Something it was Something about Shark. Yeah, I think it was Megashark. No. Or it was, was she a uh, giant octopus? No, because this is Debbie Gibson and then Tiffany was in another one, but then they come together. As Megashark versus giant octopus. Well, no, this isn't... No. No, it's this is the one with just Debbie Gibson. Oh. Here, I'm going to look it up so I can clear this up. All but right, that's why I have it. Down. I have the trilogy, and what's fun about the third one is they literally there's like a ten minute scene where it's Debbie Gibson and Tiffany fighting. Yeah, like rolling over tables and all that stuff. It's uh, it's it's pretty pretty fun. Mm. Uh, let's see what what was I'll just look up Tiffany, Tiffany on IMDb. Give me Tiffany. Actress. Ah, oh, right. So, Tiffany's was uh, Mega Piranha. So, she was in a movie called Mega Piranha. Oh, she was in the Mega Piranha. Okay. Right. And then there, the movie with both of them in it uh, was called Mega Python versus Gatoroid. Oh, I love a, a, a Gatoroid. 
Yeah. Those are my favorite. Vintage sci-fi channel uh, pictures. So, you, you still haven't answered why you own Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. I just did. Uh, because it's got Deborah Gibson. Yeah, because it's uh, it's part of the Tiffany Debbie Gibson sci-fi channel monster show, wa- aquatic monster show oh, trilogy. So, and you're a collector, so you I'm a completist. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, who won? Huh? Who won? The uh, Gatoroid. No, no, and Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Oh, uh, whoever wins, we all lose. But who won? Debbie Gibson. No, 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 no. It's not a Debbie Gibson. Debbie Gibson's not part of this. It's Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Who won? Uh, I, if, if you say Debbie Gibson again, I'm going to sick my podcast. I think they both lost. They both... They, they, they fight they and fight. they kill each other. That that sucks. That That's kind of a ripoff. Like, you well, want, that's why you they see could, one of them win. Like, in Godzilla versus, uh, like, the giant, giant evil Godzilla... You want to see Godzilla win, you know? I guess. I mean, w- when you saw, like, did you see Freddy versus Jason? Yeah. Who did? Did you? Who did you want to see win? Uh, Freddy. And he didn't. No, no one. So won. you? No. Actually, no. Freddy did kind of win. No, Jason wins. Spoiler alert. Jason wins. Well, but. Jason, but then when but Jason then, comes out of the water yeah, holding Freddy, Freddy's Freddy head, Freddy winks, at, winks you, at the camera, which goes to show that Jason was in a dream the whole time. Oh, that's that was, the whole thing was a dream. My, well, my impersonation is when he your killed impersonation Freddy, <laughs> impression. Do an impersonation of <laughs> Freddy Krueger. Go. All right, you didn't let me finish. My impersonation. I don't want you to finish. When uh, Freddy was doing this was. <laughs> and my impression was that in the end it was a dream and Freddy won. Where where did you get that? Just because uh, of the winky face? Yeah. Because he winked at you. Yeah. And you you, you got a wink from Freddy yeah. and you launched into this whole thing was a dream. Well, he's headless. Right. If you get a wink from Freddy, Freddy won. Freddy's not like Freddy's like, undead. If, isn't if he? you see Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, right? The Giant Octopus chokes out the shark. Well, then the shark winks at you. The shark won that battle. <laughs> <laughs> is that the, is that the, <laughs> all right? <laughs> if you say so, I don't know all the rules. The, those are the rules. Those are the rules of the the two giant things. Like in the uh, what was the other one? Steven Seagal versus Mike uh, Tyson. Mike Tyson. Uh-huh. Mike Tyson kills Steven Seagal, but if Steven Seagal like gets up and is like, "Yeah, Steven Seagal won." Well, yeah, if he gets up, but like if Mike Tyson chops off his head and then he <laughs> and he winks at you, is that a win? No, no, that that's just a little bit of uh, After Effects. <laughs> it's just it's. <laughs> It's just an after-death spasm? Yeah. <laughs> well, then why why did you think that Freddy's was, wasn't an after-death well, spasm? Well, it wasn't just like a... You know? <laughs> it was... Uh, it, he really, like... he. Well, first of all, he directly turned to the camera and went... And he winked <laughs> with one eye. And the other eye was open. And he went, a wink. And that, that means he won. 
Okay. I... Okay. So, technically, that should have been our last movie. We've gone through ten movies. Uh-huh. You've given me sad excuses for why you own all of them. <laughs> sad? Are they sad? Why are they sad? Well, they're sad movies. <laughs> um... I appreciate the effort somebody put into these to make them exist. Uh-huh. Uh, and the $10 that went into all of them, well spent, you know? I don't think I spent $10 on these. Oh, wow. No. Yeah, see, something like a, a shark versus giant octopus mega shark. That's $3. It, it, I, I think it was $2. $2. Yeah. Wow. As, as, as well as Escape from the Bronx. Real, it's a Most real deal. Most of these things that we're looking at, I mean, Orca, I think I paid top dollar for when it first came out when DVDs yeah. were new. Uh, but uh, most of these, you know, bargain, yeah, bargain basement things and gifts. The other day I went to uh, the the beach, you know, mm-hmm. and I went to the seashore shop and they were selling seashells from the seashore. She sold me one for $2, which is a, a great deal for seashells, you know. Mm-hmm. But we were by the beach there. It was pointless. Yeah, because you could get them yeah, for free. Yeah, because you can get them for free. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I never got that, Ryan, the she sells seashells by the seashore. She's not going to make any money selling seashells by the because there's seashells free. Because there's everywhere. Yeah. Um, so you got to take them from the beach you and bring them to your the curio beach. shop and you sell them out of the curio shop. Yeah, you you grab a whole bunch, you move to like uh, Las Vegas and you sell a bunch of seashells in Las Vegas. That's it. So before we leave, it's a great uh, business another plan. thing. <laughs> We we're, we got a one-track mind, and that's for money. <laughs> money, 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 money. So sh- that should be the end of my podcast. Money, I'm money, having money. so much fun. That, okay, stop singing or I'm going to sick my podcast on you. <laughs> um, What's she going to do? Barf on me and put yeah, her up my nose? Pretty nasty. <laughs> you don't want that. You're going to have to clean off your shorts. Um... So, you've got a lot of posters. Uh, I, I assume all the posters you own are movies that you have. So, I have a question about two different posters. Okay. There was one back in the garage. It was so dark I couldn't really read the title, but it looked like a little creature coming out of a toilet. Ghoulies? Ghoulies. Why do you have that poster? It's a great poster. It's got a ghoulie coming out of a toilet, and the tagline is, they'll get you in the end. It's hilarious. Oh, so that's the kind of humor that you enjoy. The little bit of potty humor. <laughs> if you put a monster in a toilet, uh, a little monster in a toilet, I'm having a good you're, time. You're having a good time. Yeah. So you own that movie, right? It's just like... Ghoulies, yeah. It's I, a, I own um, two. I, actually, I, do I own all four? There's four or five Ghoulies movies. I, I can't remember. I think I have four of them. What's the movie where you can't... Um, feed water or food to the creature that multiply? Gremlins. Gremlins. So it's a Gremlins ripoff, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I understand that. Uh, and then there's another movie called Ghost Town. Mm-hmm. The catchphrase is the good, the bad, the satanic. Mm-hmm. Is it about uh, skeletons coming alive in a western... Uh, no. no. That's just the awesome poster art. There's actually no cowboy skeletons in the movie. They're That's more, uh, really depressing. They're more, uh, demons. So ghost the, demons. The art is... Demon ghosts. Like, a really cool, uh, old western town with a, uh, scary-looking skeleton reaching toward his gun in a western outfit, and he doesn't show up in the movie at all. It's a really misleading poster. Sure. It's like... When I saw the poster you own of The Thing that had a little dog, I assumed it was a sequel to Old Yeller, and I watched it, 
And it was not about the dog at all. It wasn't a sequel to Old Yeller. It was about this alien thing. That's a good point. Well, you you leapt to conclusion. I did. I did leap to conclusion. That's because there is there are dogs in the film. The catchphrase was on this. It said, "Did you notice anything strange about the dog?" I assume that it was because the dog had some kind of disease where he was slowly dying, and they needed to save his life. You know. Uh huh. So that's that's what I assumed the movie was about. But I was, I was way off. (laughs) Um. Sorry. That's a bummer. All right. Thank you for uh, coming to my show. This was a, a real enlightening experience for me. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks for interviewing me. But in the future, could you stay out of my garage? No. <laughs> Jesus. Well, it was uh, great being here. I'll have uh, Steve escort you out. You fired Steve. Right. I fired Steve. Um, the, the exit's that way. I'll be seeing you. <laughs> Okay, I'll show myself out. (laughs) Jesus.